0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your host, Robert Bobby Reed on the Believe Network. And I got the legend, the MVP veteran, the very great Marcus Liberty, your host. What's up, Marcus?
1: Uh, what's going on, man? I'm up there doing my George Mike My George Mike Remember that George Mike drill dude? Like everybody <laughs> at the park. Everybody was teaching that one foot, one leg up. Uh, George Mike and Drill man and uh George is from Chicago, I think, right?
0: Yeah, I think he's from Joliet. I've actually I seen his statue out there on route fifty-three. Crazy, right? biking, man. We had a lot of greats from Chicago. That's why yeah, this show man. All Ball man. is the Tris new.
1: All Ball Chicago, man. We in the building. You already know, man. Hey, man, so, somebody yeah.
0: told me the other day. I want to tell you right quick, okay. though. It was like, man, I saw this show, man. One of the guys, uh, Jim Wiley, he actually lived in Atlanta. And he was like, man, I saw the show, man, good show. He was like, and that brother Marcus is well-spoken. I ain't know he can speak like that. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. It's, it's, it's amazing, though, know, man, how people, uh, if you don't know someone, man you think because they came from inner city, that they, they can't speak well and they can't talk and, and all this, man. I think that's crazy. But,
0: man. No, I think it was more so that he never had a chance to, to meet you. Right, right. So it's to crazy. see you later in the game, like, uh, accomplished speakers. So I think it was but more this bad.
1: This what I was actually going to go to school for, man. I was going to go to school for speech communication, man. Syracuse had one of the biggest speech comm uh, uh, classes, and and, and and I was thinking about going there because of all of the greats that came out of Syracuse, man. I mean, you – Stuart Scott Stewart came out of there. I mean, it's a lot of great guys that you see on ESPN that came out of uh the university of I mean, Syracuse University, and um uh, I was that was one reason why I was going to attend that school for sure because of that. Wow,
0: yeah, yeah, imagine that.
1: Imagine that, dude. Imagine that, so, <laughs> yo, I, used to, I used to say, I used to say this, man,
0: one way or another, I'm gonna be in an orange uniform.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One way or another, man. I was going to be in the orange uniform, man.
0: That's crazy, man. Well, let's dig into that. Um, we, you know, we was, me and you was talking, man, and um, there's been a lot going on with college basketball. And these young brothers, man, just basically put their life on the line for this game because they love it. And now you have graduating seniors where their season is basically a wash. There will be no more. It's over. What do you do about that big timer?
1: Man, it's, it's tough, Bob. I mean, you really think these guys gave four years, man, of their uh, their basketball career, you know, into these universities or these institutions and and wanting to make it to the NCAA tournaments or, you know, get extra looks from NBA scouts and GMs and player personnels to get, you know, that final look, if that final push. And then all of a sudden, you know, the coronavirus situation came and it just put everything on hold and and some of these kids are not going to get an opportunity so I think if I was somebody that you know had the power the NCAA power or something to 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 make something for these kids to get this the extra looks I mean may, maybe maybe an agent it could be it could be a lot of things an agent wants to see a, a kid work before you know they go out to try to represent the kid or a team you know or overseas you know there's a lot of things that come into play so if we can if someone can like maybe form something and, and and you can live stream it or 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 get these seniors all together you know I don't care what it is it can be you know just doing drills and skills this you know live streaming it live streaming it like because you know we, we can't have more than 10 you know and we don't want to jeopardize any of the kids but if you just do a skills workout and showing them doing skills and, and, and shooting you know, shooting competitions and stuff like that, maybe go one-on-one against each other or something just to get them some more looks, man. It's just – I was just thinking about this the other night, man. I'm like, man, we got to try to be creative and try to help because I don't know if they're going to be be able to get that year back, you know. Yeah, so, that's what I'm thinking,
0: man. Are they going to just make it a wash? So, yeah. I mean, you would prescribe – you would say get all the scenes together. Maybe in the Midwest you have a Midwest – and then you have a West Coast, then you have an East Coast. And then you you let them compete against each other and live stream it. And yep. then like you say, yeah, well, you can separate it that way. That way they don't have to do all the traveling. But yeah. something has to be done, man. And I think that uh when we get off of this off of this car, off of this uh, podcast, I think that me and you need to take action on that to try to make that happen for these young guys. And, yeah, um, man. and you spearhead it down there in Florida, I could try down here in Chicago. Let's see, if we can get going, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's it, and you, we're gonna need some, you know, some help from one of these big time corporations, man, so we can make it, you know, you know, big for these, uh, for our seniors, uh, who have didn't get the opportunity to finish, man, finish their basketball college career. So if we can format something like that, um, I think that'll be huge, man. I think it will be huge. So, uh, with that being said, man, it's it's a lot of great seniors too, man. But, you know, we all, we all know that most, you know, guys that get drafted into the NBA are underclassmen. It's just, it's just mind-boggling to me that a lot of seniors get overlooked, uh, you know, because they put that work in and they stayed four years. They were dedicated. Uh, but now we know it's just, it's, it is what it is, I mean, in today's game that, you know, it's not about, you know, you being the best college player you can be. It's about the potential what you can bring to the next level. So they, they look at the potential of these high school kids to get ranked and be nationally known and got all these social media followers. So all this come into play, man, and it's- Hold on, hold it, on.
0: Social media followers, you think?
1: Come on, you man. You think the coaches look at that? You think come on, they man. Look at that? I ain't going to say the coaches, but I'm going to say the personnel of, let's say, you know, I'm just going to throw a name out, the Chicago Bulls, right? Right. If you got somebody that got over five million followers, <laughs> and you draft that kid, guess what those followers are gonna do? They're gonna follow they gonna him dead come, over there. They're <laughs> gonna wanna come over there where you oh. at. They're gonna buy all the apparel, they're gonna buy all the stuff. So it's it's a lot that goes along with oh, this, man.
0: So, so you have to build your brand, really. Come
1: on, man. Come oh. on, man. That's what it's, that's what it. Is. That's what it came, that's what it has came to, you know, because of the social media, the outlets of these kids. Now you can get information from a kid, you know, faster than they can get ESPN can get, it, you know, so they can just plug their microphone up, get a camera, a video, and boom, it's on It's on social media within seconds.
0: In so, seconds,
1: man. So You can build your own brand, man. And I think a lot of these kids like, you know, Zion Williams, you know, he, Zion Williams, he got, I don't know how many followers. I know it's in the millions. Well, no doubt. <laughs> no, no, no doubt. He probably got the more more than anybody. You know, so he has a big following. So, I mean, you 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 gotta look at it, man. Like it is what it is right now. You can't you can't knock it. You gotta join it. You gotta you, you know?
0: gotta join it, man. And you can't play it shy and be bashful.
1: Man. I would rather do the, I would rather do that anyway, man. Because now you're in control of what's being put out about the you. narrative. Yeah, if you're putting things out about yourself, that's you doing. It. I mean, of course you're going to have people talking, saying some things about you on the internet and all that. I always tell people, man, people are going to do what they're going to do, man. So just keep staying in your lane. Know what you're know what you're trying to do and keep it moving, man. Keep it moving.
0: So uh, what do you say to these guys, man, that's interested in, in coming out? And they're they not, they not going to be first-round draft picks or second-round draft picks. They may potentially land in the G League. What do you tell those guys, man?
1: I I never, ever want to crush anybody's dreams, right? Everybody have dreams to becoming a professional athlete, whether that's being in the NBA, G League, playing overseas, or you got a lot of other minor leagues or, 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 or pro leagues just, run, you know, going around in each state that, you know, is an opportunity. These kids got a bunch of opportunities. So I would never, you know, knock, On somebody who's trying to do that but one thing I will tell you to do is do your homework Mm -hmm. just don't jump out there without doing you know some homework and trying to figure out some things before you make that wise decision well that's a big decision it's not just a wise decision but it's a big decision because the NCAA I know for this year has changed the rules a little bit I don't I'm I'm not gonna say change the rules but since the coronavirus has came I don't think you can test the waters now I think is either you got to put your name in all the way. That's what I've been hearing, so don't don't, don't quote me all the way on this, but I, I, I'm assuming that's what they're talking about when they said, you can't test the waters and then come back. You either got to put your name in there and go out and do it, or you can go through the NCAA, your college, and get evaluated, get an evaluation from the college. No, no, the college goes to the pros, and the pros evaluate your player. And then oh. they get that information to get that information back to you and then you can make a decision out of that cause they have, I think you can be a first rounder, you know, second rounder or you won't get drafted. They'll put, they'll, they'll tell you that they'll oh, tell you that sometimes, I, whoo, that, sometimes that. they go and sometimes they go into details of why, you know, but most of the time they're just telling you, you're not, you're not basically, you're not ready yet.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. That gotta be a gut check right there. boy. So, yeah. so
1: I would tell, I would tell anyone that's, you know, trying to come out um, make sure you do your homework make sure you understand the possibility but then some people just know I don't care you know they they basically said I'm done with college I want to I'm just I want to do this you know so when I when I hear people say that it's no talking there's no talking to you and telling you you can't do it you know right. you already made your mind up so that's where you at and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're putting the work in now your road to get there may be a little different. Maybe you get drafted, maybe you don't. Maybe you have to go to the G League and work your way up and fight, you know, and and, 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 and grind it out. Or you may, may may not get that opportunity at all. So it's just something you have to live with. And if that's the decision that you made, the person made, and not somebody else, then, man, I'm all for it, man. Right. Because you made that decision. Yeah, you're right, man.
0: I, and it's best to almost allow these young men to make their own decisions so they live yeah. with it they Yeah. Cause I, I'm yeah. I'm an advocate for that. I, like my sons, I don't force them dudes to do
1: nothing. I'm like, okay. I think that's part. I think that's part of growth, man. I mean, you 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 see it. You 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 give them, you feed, you spoon feed them a little bit of some of the stuff you know that you've been through, and then you know they hear it, and then they have to make their own decision off of what you told them and said. You know what, Dad, that was you, or Uncle. That was you. Mm-hmm. Now it's my turn to. It's my time to make the wise decision that. I would like to make, you know, because it is what it is. If I don't make it, and if I do make it, then so be it. I, I'm going to live with it. I'm and a lot of
0: times, in most cases, those ones that be in between be the ones that just boom, just bl- yep. just blow, man. you be like, yep. dang, you know? I agree with you, Bob. I you agree know? With you. You know, we look at a kid like Ja Morant who wasn't even on the radar as a freshman.
1: Think about that, man. This kid, John ja Morant, wasn't even on that high, high circuit. Mm -mm. Uh, coach saw him fell in love with him and the rest is history man that kid put the work in you listen to him talk i know plenty of kids like him i got a chip on my shoulder i'm gonna keep this chip on my shoulder because of what happened to me or what didn't happen for me right got that chip right
0: and he said he's gonna
1: carry he said he's gonna carry that all the way you know not just to the nba after the nba so because he was always that second fiddle. He's like, man, I'm, I'm tired of being the second fiddle. I'm tired. I want All to right. be the man. So in order for me to be the man, I got to keep putting that work in.
0: You know, it's another kid. Uh, you might know him. He kind of remind me of uh, John, John Moran. He keeps puts me in the mind of him. Uh, he goes to uh, Valparaiso. He's a uh. 6'3 guy. He's a 6'3 guy. He had a good season this year. You might know him, a kid named uh, Javon Freeman Liberty. Uh. <laughs> He kind of puts me in the mind of that guy. What you think?
1: Man, similar situations, man. <laughs> you know, as far as the, you know, the way he has to get to where he got to go. I mean, both of them went to a mid major school. Uh, John Morant with the Murray, Murray State uh, Ohio Valley Conference. Javon went to – is going to uh, Valparaiso uh, Missouri Valley School. So, kind of similar situations. I think John Morant uh, came out as a point guard and Javon is – you know, two-way. You know, he can he can play the point or the or the shooting guard. So right, uh, they played them. They played Javon a little bit toward the end, more at the point, and saw what he started to do. He started doing a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. He needs that ball in his hands, Javon, and, and 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 vice versa. He really he really can play. You know, both ends, defensively and offensively. You know, but I think the key to Javon making it to the NBA is uh, playing at the point. He got to be a point guard. To to, uh, to play
0: at that next level, I agree. Uh, it's always good to put the ball in the best player's hand, anyway. And yep. although when he going to the league, you're gonna be on there with a lot of great guys. You don't bring a kid in like that and take them off the ball because it's just you too gotta, much you action gotta, you, off of
1: the ball. But you got to think about this, Bob. When you when we talking about kids that know the game, like Javon, I consider him him knowing the game like in and out, inside out. He knows the game like he. He studies, you know, he knows how to make players move on defense and how to make that right pass. He just knows that. He's he's been taught that, and some of that was just in his DNA already. Like he – and some of the college coaches that I I was talking to when they were recruiting him was like, I like his basketball IQ. You know, that was – everybody was big on that. They they always said, man, that kid got a great IQ of the game. He understands how to make the right play at the right time. So I think if you give him, like, solid – Players like in the NBA type players, elite type players, and man, shoot, it, the sky's the limit for that kid, man. So, and I'm not just saying that because my he's my nephew. I see it, you know. Every time I watch him play, I see him do things that I'm like, wow, that was a pro. That's what I'm saying. Wow. That's
0: what I'm saying. I mean, I watched him too, and in right. quite a few plays, I'm like, damn, yeah. Like, damn, like, where where that come from? You know what I'm saying? So when you had that. You know, that definitely can carry over to the professional level. And it's all predicated on um, timing, we time. would say timing, and then being in the right situation. Right. So, right. Um, man, big up stars, young Javon, man. He had a great monster season. And all these yeah. young guys just trying to get it done, man. Just keep pushing
1: at it. Yeah, and we gonna I'm going to try to get him on the show one time, man, too, Javon, before, you know, before the uh, summer hits, man. So we get on here and talk just you know so he can maybe he can help some young kids just go out there man make the wise decision and making sure to go to the right college and and um and if you're not getting the looks then maybe you, he, he can chime in on that and tell them you know what he did to to uh get his mind off of not getting any looks to all of a sudden in one week getting nine eight nine looks so and offers so
0: you know, we'll have him
1: on one day man i'll definitely do that
0: that's what's up man so We got to circle back to to, uh, our beloved NBA now. Let's talk about the big boys. Uh, This coronavirus has affected the NBA, but I understand the Ice Cube is trying to do a coronavirus three-on-three where the player's already been checked out and all of that stuff, and they're going to play in the tournament. What do you think about that?
1: See, that's a new new (laughs) one on me. I I know Ice Cube is always, you know, making moves, man. And, and, and some of the moves, you don't even know they coming, man. Right. <laughs> I, I think, I think that's a great idea. It's kind of similar to what we was talking about, but he's doing it with the pros, but yeah, um, I think, man, if everybody checks out, I mean, there's one thing I always say, man, and you see it too, man, we, we love, people love sports. Yeah. It's a part of, it's a part of our, you know, upbringing you know watching games on television you know a lot of it's like what David uh sil i mean uh adam silver said the other day he was like um sports is is a part of people life you know pretty much you know when they come home they want to turn on the television and watch some sports you know Mm -hmm. and now they can't they can't do that now you know so that's why you see ESPN running all these old games and people, like, reminiscing, like, oh, man, I remember Magic when he was doing that. I remember Mike when he was flying through the air. I remember this and that. They even showing LeBron James high school games, you
0: know. Yeah, they've been showing all the McDonald
1: games man. and KG and all of them. I was you know, like, man. yeah, so, let's go. So, so they know, I mean, we know we need, we, we, love, we like to have that. I'm not going to say we need it, but we would love to ha- have, you know, basketball or football or baseball or whatever sport it may be, you know, we love to watch it, man, on television and cheer our teams on.
0: Well, oh, I think in two weeks, man, we'll be right back. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. okay. I was just, I was doing my research and I was looking at the cases of the uh, coronavirus. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. So we're going to call you Dr. Reed?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, Dr. Reed. Dr. I'm Dr.
0: Reed, you're hearing from Dr. Reed. All right. Uh, Looking at statistically, okay, they say China had 82,054 cases, right? Mm-hmm. Of those 82,000, 72,244 recovered, dude. Wow, the deaths was 3,261. But when you look at those numbers, dude, 82,000, you got 72,000 recovered, 3,000. Pass away, you still got another 4,000 recovering. I like our chances, big dog. Man,
1: I, I like I, our
0: chances for recovery, I, I, boy. I, I, I hope you're right, Dr. Reed. I, hope I, you're right. I know I'm right. She got, first of all, America, they're not going to let, they're not going to fail us, man. First of all, come on now. Yeah, but
1: man, you know what? It's a lot of people just taking hits, though, man, from this right now because of the corporations are shutting down and people are losing their jobs, man. People who, I mean, there's a lot of Americans, man. May on the outside it may look that they're doing well, right? But on the inside they 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 living paycheck to paycheck, so they need those checks, man. I know I think they are getting paid some of them, because mm-hmm. they, they can work from home. But I'm talking about the ones that got that's actually got laid off. You right,
0: know
1: right. what are, what are they gonna do? You They'll know?
0: get it. They, they you know what they're gonna prove all that stuff, man. They're not gonna leave nobody unturned, man. I, I've been oh, watching God. it. I've been watching our governor, uh the governor of um, Illinois. Pritchka and they're yeah. not playing around, man. They're gonna make sure people eat and they got food banks and all of that stuff. So I don't I think it's gonna be up to the individual to seek out this information. Right. But right. in the big scheme of things, yeah, I just was looking at that. That was uh damn that ninety percent turnaround rate over there on that, you know, eighty two thousand, seventy two thousand get well. Right. And I know this is I mean, but dang, come on now. That's a lot. Wow. And and then uh America only got we only got like 15,000 confirmed cases throughout the whole entire America. And right. uh, and of those um, uh, 15,000, uh, 142 people died something like that. No, 300 died and 142 still in recovery. Uh, so I like our numbers. So I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit so we can get our sports mind back in tack and get ready for the NBA. Right,
1: know? right. I got a question, man. I, I want to see if you know it and try to just dive into it, man. Who won the most NCAA titles, Division One titles, NCAA?
0: I Who would say probably uh, North Carolina. You think
1: North Carolina?
0: Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Uh, you know what? It's between North Carolina and
1: UCLA. I would say UCLA, man. UCLA. I mean, because you got to think of all the great players back in the day that came out of UCLA. I think Kareem, I want to say either won three or four. like, won them all while he was there, right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So so you got to think, man. Uh, That's four right there. I want to say they won at least 11 or 12. 12, 11 or 12 championships. And I I know Kentucky might have been right next to them because Kentucky was winning a lot back in the day, too.
0: Well, I know. Uh, I was thinking Kentucky. I don't know. Let's see, man.
1: Go ahead and look it up on your phone. I right just, straight,
0: I, I, I absolutely just did, and uh, we got it right here. UCLA got eleven national championships. I told you. <laughs> I, told you. I told you. I told you.
1: Kentucky, I think, is right behind them.
0: Oh man, let's see, let's see who we got. Who got the most, though? I think
1: Kentucky had eight or nine.
0: Wow, I remember. I remember hearing that back in the day. And that was in the modern era, too, when they got those, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, uh, UCLA, they got 11. But they last one came in 1995. Was that That's with crazy. Ed
1: O'Bannon now? That's crazy, right? That's crazy. The O'Bannon boys, them boys were bad, too, boy. Them boys yeah. bad,
0: man. Yeah. And then you got Kentucky with eight, and they last one was in 2012. North Carolina got six. Duke got five. Indiana got five. Connecticut got four, Kansas got three, Villanova got three, Cincinnati got two, Florida got two, Louisville got two, Michigan State got two, North Carolina State got two, Oklahoma (laughs) State got two. Then everybody else, one, 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 one.
1: (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? So back in the day, you remember when you were shorty, UCLA and Kentucky was always on television. Mm-hmm. They were always on television, man, on CBS. I remember man. always watching them play, and I'm like, man, UCLA Reggie Miller. You know, I remember watching Reggie Miller, uh, Pooh Richardson. I mean, I remember watching those games, man, and and then you know Kentucky with the uh, Bowie, Sam Bowie, and, and, and all those great basketball players that came out of Kentucky. That's that,
0: that's that blue blood,
1: man. That's come the on, blue man. blood schools, right? So I remember watching those games, man.
0: Well, how did it feel to play in them gyms, though, big dog? Come on now, you played in well, the damn buildings, man.
1: I never played in a UCLA arena, but I've been there. I've been. Have there you ever
0: you played in North Carolina?
1: No. Nope, y'all ever played didn't play North Carolina? What's they the, did, but they did the year before I got there. Okay, they so did, at North Carolina, too. What's they the biggest at. one you played at? I mean, you know, playing in the Big Ten, you played in all of the arenas. The
0: big players. ones, right? But.
1: We played at Florida. I mean, okay, I was, we went to U, U, uh, LSU. Okay, played at LSU. Uh, man, it was crazy. I will tell you a story about playing at LSU. Man, I know we because this is all about Chicago. This so is all we're ball, just talking, man. <laughs> man. We're just so, and plus, it ain't but, no sports. Yeah, but <laughs> you but you want? You guys remember? You know, you remember Chris Jackson, Mahmoud right? like, Raouf, baby Mahmoud like, Abdul Raouf. My guy, one hundred, right? So we we about to play them. You know, so we got there early, of course. You know, we walking through the malls and, you know, in LSU on Louisiana campus. And and um, I remember we, we walking through the mall as a team with our Illinois gear on. And, man, some dude came out of the, out of nowhere. He said, you guys are from – he was like, you guys are from Illinois? And we was like, yeah. He's like, man. Chris Jackson is the best thing since Pete Maravich around here. He's going to (laughs) whoop y'all ass. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. So that's what kind of power, star power, that Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf had on that campus, man, that they loved that kid. They mentioning him in the same breath as Pete Maravich.
0: And Pete Maravich being the all-time leading scorer in the NCAA still to this day.
1: Yeah, so, so, man, I'm like, wow, they, no, he didn't just say that, so that kind of lit a fire up under us, like, man, they must think we a joke, like, we coming down here and about to get smoked. Mm-hmm. To make a long story short, we ended up beating them by, like, 20 points, man. Who was on this team? Uh,
0: Shaq you know, we was had gone. Our,
1: we, we had our crew. Shaq wasn't even there yet. Right, Shaq wasn't there yet. Jack wasn't there yet. I mean, you can imagine it. the big fella was there, <laughs> but but no, it was uh, Chris. It was just really Chris, man. Uh, right. Think. of. Uh, what I he ended up, up with? About thirty. He had he. I want to say he had twenty eight, maybe, and he fouled out with like seven minutes left in the game. <laughs> oh, he was sick. <laughs> and and when when I say that boy was all that and some. He was, man. Like he was lightning quick, man. Very explosive with his jump, is going up to his pull ups with his jump shots, man. Very explosive, man. Man, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to check that dude, man. <laughs> that, crossover? Imagine, man that crossover? Man, that crossover, <laughs> man, Off the dribble, too. Man, dude. As soon as it come up, it's off the dribble, it's a bucket. You can count it. And, it,
0: and it ain't touching nothing. If it touched the rim, it don't count.
1: It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count man that's what that's what kind of player he was and you see it man like I think the NBA he didn't get his his just due because of the situation that happened with him not standing for what he believed in I mean he, he he was believing in something that he believed in and he didn't want to you know jeopardize that so he you know did what he had to do and I think he got you know you know blackball for that man because of you know I don't think he would ever come out and say it but this all ball Chicago, man. We could we could talk about that. But I I just think, man, they missed out on a because he was like Steph Curry. What you see with Steph Curry's doing, Chris Jack, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf was doing that, man, back in high school. I mean, I know people that knew him in high school and said he was giving people business, scoring 50, 40, 40 points, 50 points in high school. So he was putting on that type of you know show and he did it in college, NBA. You know, it's just what happened to him. On, you know, in that situation, man, it just it's saddening to me because this kid, this young man, Chris Jackson at the time, had a bright future, man, to do a lot of great things, and I think it was cut short because of that.
0: That because man, he, that man,
1: because of what he believed.
0: But that man, that man had a 40-inch vertical. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Six-two at best on a good day with a 40-inch. If you do
1: if you if you really think about this Bob, let's think about this, right? Most of those guys come from the south. Mississippi. Boy, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> they they got all that land, man, to 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 and hills right. to run up. So I used to talk to uh actually it was Lindsey Hunter at the time. I was talking to his dad at the time, and he said he used to tear, you know, put a, a rope around his waist and a big old tire mm-hmm. and he would have to run up that heel with the tire up, about 10, 15 times up. Mm-hmm. You know how strong your legs have to be to do that, man? Yeah. And he was a guard. Yeah. You know, Trust so. Me,
0: I know. I, I've, seen, I've seen it. I saw the whole transition. I,
1: I, I witnessed the whole thing. Yeah, no, the boy that's got why strong. I, so that's why when you hear people talk about South, you know, the South, they say the South have some athletes. It's because of that stuff, man, that they do. You know, like in the boxing world, they say, you know, even the wide receivers down there, they say they be out here chasing rabbits. Mm-hmm. Down south, chasing yeah, they, rabbits. I mean, they, they actually try-
0: they actually work on actual farms down there, dudes. those yeah, farms still out there. So, yeah, man. And then they eating good. They got the great, great fresh food, man. So conditioning so, ain't never been no problem.
1: So I I didn't hear people say things about you know, up the road from here. I'm in Sarasota, but up the road in Fort Myers of how you know, certain guys would uh, would go out here and and their job was to catch a rabbit. They had to catch it. They couldn't come back without it. And these guys, man, you know, your footwork and your speed and your agility, your quickness had to be off off the charts to catch a rabbit. And these guys come back with the rabbit, man. (laughs) Come on, man.
0: Well, I can honestly speak to um, when I stayed at Jackson State for five years, man. Like, I wasn't dunking like that here in Chicago. But when I got down there with them boys and all that working out and all that, man, I was dunking like a mug. I was like, because <laughs> it was little bitty dudes in there dunking, bouncing, oh, and yeah. hit the back of the head. I'm like, I said, man, let me get my game right, like, cause you know in Shattown, all we want to do is uh, shake and bake you. But down south you would get dunked on by a five two dude. man. Yeah. On the break,
1: man and they, so. and and the South wanted respect too, man. They they I think they just never got their just do on the basketball side. On every other sport, I think they had they just do like football baseball, but basketball, they never really got their just to do until this social media era, era came where you can actually just go on social media and look at certain players. But back then, the media wasn't really, like, covering the South on the basketball side like they're doing, you know, up North. You know, so I think that helped down South kids get better looks when that's, when social media hit. Yeah, because, you
0: know, we might talk a lot of trash about Chicago, man, this, that, and the other, but, hey, man, right now, nowadays, man, kids are coming from all over the place playing ball, dude. You got kids playing in doggone Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know, some little kid right now up there, man. he the next Michael, you know. You just – they just coming from all over the place. So, all ball Chicago, man, we going to put you all out here. But I wanted to say this before we get up out of here. Me and Lib, we trying to do this, man. We going to try to do this for these seniors, man. So if there's anybody interested in jumping on board with all ball Chicago, Marcus Liberty, the host, co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, to get these seniors, man, in the Midwest, West Coast, Northeast, all of that, get them an opportunity to get a look. We want to do that, man. We want to do the stream for them. So kind of seeing Right, Lib, we in?
1: Yeah, man. And they can hit they can hit us on social media, man, if you if you got some ideas too and and you wanna be a part of it too. You think you you think you can help inha- enhance it. Uh, uh, bringing your flavor to it, man. Feel free to drop us a, a, a inbox us in our so on our social media page, mine and Twitter. Is uh, give me a Liberty thirty. So make sure you can you know drop that and and if you got some 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 more ideas of, of how we can make this happen, man. Let's uh, let's do it, man. Because they need it, man. I think they need the scene, it, man. They need this, man. And um, if we can help them, man, I think it'd be great
0: senior showcase by All Balls Chicago with your host, Robert Bobby, I mean, your co-host Robert Bobby Reed and the host, Marcus Liberty. Man, this was one for the ages, man. We're looking at the clock, man. It's time for us to pack it in, man. So you got anything else you want to leave with the people on the Shake and Bake side?
1: Man, it's time for me to do the killer crossover and take take these shoes off, man, because these things are hurting my feet, boy. Oh, man, my foot is killing me, dog. It's time for me to unlace the (laughs) shoes. Hey,
0: Lib. it's always a pleasure doing the show with you. Believe Network, we appreciate it once again. Great show, Marcus Liberty, man. We'll holler back, big baby. i
1: holler. One love, my beautiful people.
0: Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.